Good day, everyone. Uh, Pete Hofstra here with another monthly update. It's May 3rd, and a couple, um, let's call them when, not ifs, to think about. I mean, starting with the vaccine, uh, I think most of you would be watching the headlines. You know, the U.S. has done a tremendous job in rolling out vaccinations, basically available, I think, to anyone over 16 who wants one. Uh, Canada, we are behind. I think lots is going to be written about sort of the uh, mismanagement, both in terms of the procurement but also in terms of how we've managed society and, and you know the lockdowns, cyclical lockdowns, whether they've been effective, whether they should have been more targeted. Lots to, there'll be lots written about that we need to understand. But I think the point is, it's a when not if. It's when we all get vaccinated to the point where we can start to reopen. Um, you know, that is going to continue to progressively happen throughout the year. You know, and the one risk is if you look at places like uh, India and Brazil, which have sort of are running rampant, um, the, the virus has been allowed to sort of dominate through the population. The risk with that is, I mean, obviously there's, there's sort of a lot of human tragedy associated with it, but the more you allow this virus to replicate, um, the more it mutates, and the more it mutates, the more likely it is to stumble across a variant which could be resistant to the current crop of vaccines. But today, the vaccines, the vaccines do seem effective against dealing with the variants that exist. So that's the path we see ourselves on. The other when not if you may be seeing is this semiconductor chip shortage. Uh, and this is quite something. And, you know, what, high growth is wonderful, but it can be difficult to manage. And what we're seeing is some of the disruptions from last year. So these COVID shutdowns and whether that was in auto plants or other factories has a trickle down effect, right? All the suppliers then ultimately shut down because they, you know, they can't hold that inventory. And so, you know, we've now tried to ramp up and demand's been absolutely blockbuster. So the economic data is, is fantastic. But think of all the things we're doing far more of because we're at home with our electronic devices, whether it's our PCs or iPads, you know, watching Netflix, all the home renos. Um, that's created tremendous demand, generally automobiles as well. And these factories have not been able to ramp up quickly enough to meet that demand. That's well in excess of what people expected. Couple that with, apparently there was a fire at um, a plant in Japan that makes some of these important components. And actually the ice storms in Texas, so those of you that may have sort of followed that news, there's a number of plants in Texas. And these are not um, necessarily sophisticated semiconductor chips. This is not a technological issue. So we think it's a when, not if. They can bring this capacity on, uh, whether it's getting existing factories um, turned on to full capacity, whether it's shifting capacity, but this high growth and this high demand is going to create some some kinks. And so you could see some inflationary pricing uh, as that semiconductor shortage ultimately gets reconciled. <clears throat> so a couple things to manage, but we think we get through them. Uh, and the final one to talk about in all of this, and we've mentioned this and I think pretty consistently, is thinking about valuation. So what's priced in is always the case when it comes to stocks. And so if we've seen the first quarter earnings come out and a number of certainly the bigger firms have reported and results have been anywhere from good, frankly, to spectacular. Um, you know, Apple's numbers were just incredible. But Facebook, Apple, Google, Microsoft, Amazon have all reported all very, very good results. And stocks were kind of flat to even maybe down. But if you look at sort of where they were year to date and certainly since, you know, the, the COVID collapse of March of last year, there's been a tremendous run. So a lot of anticipation of this growth is already priced in. So this speaks to the importance of being valuation sensitive. We're not going defensive here, but just always staying uh, hypersensitized to trying to figure out what is priced in versus the growth that we can still expect. So there is there could be some short-term wrinkles here with the semiconductor shortage. So I think these companies are, when they're guiding and looking ahead, they're being cautious. That's in part why the stocks have 
somewhat drifted in the last week or so. Uh, but the overall backdrop, when you think about the stimulus that's coming out in the U.S., um, the amount of money that's going to be brought to bear in terms of the finally much-needed infrastructure updating, um, lots of capacity, lots of spending yet to come, and these shortages um, will get reconciled. Again, these are not technological. Uh, capitalism will work in the true sense. Capital will go where there's money to be made. So these things will get figured out. So a couple, a couple kinks as we start to reopen up, uh, but that's how we see the world today. Uh, take care and check in in a month. This podcast is provided as a general source of information and should not be considered personal, legal, accounting, tax, or investment advice, or construed as an endorsement or recommendation of any entity or security discussed. Investors should seek the advice of professionals prior to implementing any changes to their investment. Certain statements in this podcast are forward-looking that are predictive in nature, depend upon, or refer to future events or conditions. Forward-looking statements are subject to risks, uncertainties, and assumptions that could cause actual results to differ materially from those set forth. Although the forward-looking statements contained herein are based upon what CI Global Asset Management and the Portfolio Manager believe to be reasonable assumptions, neither CI Global Asset Management nor the Portfolio Manager can assure that actual results will be consistent with these forward-looking statements. Certain statements contained in this podcast are based in whole or in part on information provided by third parties, and CI Global Asset Management has taken reasonable steps to ensure their accuracy. Market conditions may change, which may impact the information contained in this podcast. Commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund investments. Please read the prospectus before investing. The indicated rates of return are the historical annual compounded total returns net of fees and expenses payable by the fund, including changes in security value and reinvestment of all dividends or distributions, and do not take into account sales, redemption, distribution, or optional charges or income taxes payable by any security holder that would have reduced returns. Mutual funds are not guaranteed, their values change frequently, and past performance may not be repeated.